Our U.S. Constitution is amazing. It's full of what's called negative rights, designed to protect us from the corrupt powers of a dictatorship. Like our right to worship our own God, not some official state religion. Our right to prevent the government from seizing our property without paying fair market value for it. Or our right to be tried by a jury of our peers, people like us, not by some star tribunal. And that's why America has become the richest, most just society in the world. Other countries force so-called positive rights onto their citizens. These enable one group to take from another group their free speech, money, and choice by using government force. Socialists love wielding this power over people. Sometimes we take our freedoms for granted, but we can lose our Bill of Rights and our Constitution and become like Venezuela or North Korea, failed, brutal socialist regimes. We need your help to spread the good news about our amazing U.S. Constitution. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the most entertaining, exciting, and sometimes informative radio show on earth that's radio law talk let me tell you if you're looking for pure entertainment this is not the place you want to be if you're looking for pure <laughs> intelligence this is not the place to be or if you're looking for pure 100 percent guidance on the law this is not the place to be but if you want a little bit of everything this is where you want to be because that's we just we throw a little bit of it all in here you can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Remember, we're talking about legal uh, issues, but it's just general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving you advice. Uh, only use us as a, I'm going to call a sharp spear when you're with your in-laws at Christmas time and New Year's and Thanksgiving and coming up uh, Halloween. You just use us. One, the father-in-law or sometimes the mother-in-law. Usually it's the father-in-law says, they say. And you say, well, I'll come back if they say, and say, Radio Law Talk says yeah, it's false. Radio Law Talk, I heard. That's right. That, that's, that's how many beans make five. That's what they told me. That's exactly right. So that's the only time you want to use us. And if you want to email us, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. We are on all kinds of platforms, huh, Denise? What I mean, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even on TikTok, it's... It's Radio TikTok. What is it? I don't radio know. Law TikTok. Oh, radio Law TikTok. But we never put anything on there, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's yeah. only one thing on there. <laughs> we don't do any of that <laughs> stuff. But anyway. Uh, but we've a... had people to do um, duets with us. Yes, we have. We yeah. have. Our duet one. We have yeah. had duets. Todd, we're going to have to do a little bit more uh, on yeah, our TikTok. Yeah, well, you know, I th- there was there was one trend I thought would have been hilarious to do with the uh, Fleetwood Mac song, but uh, that that might have. The I, I'm old not certain now. The, the the hip thrust would have worked for us if yeah. Cal and Fred and I all tried that. We'd probably all throw a hip. We'd all be so. dislocated, and then we'd all be <laughs> doing the show from the hospital room. Be, no, it, no, it, we wouldn't from the ground it'd trying be the, to get it'd up. Be the, it'd be the first one in that trend where we're all on walkers <laughs> trying to do. That. I can see, I can see Denise standing. I, I'm picturing Denise standing over all three of us. We're trying to get up. We can't get up. And she's trying to lift us all up. Come on, get up, guys. Help me out here. Oh my gosh, we're gonna. Uh, and, and you know what? During the time period that you hear this show, sometimes they're replayed. 
you can go to radiolawtalk.com and listen to our podcast. What's cool about the website is our podcast, if you want any topic, you can just type in that topic and it'll take you to what shows we talked about that topic. That was really cool about the computer and about our website. So do that and you'll enjoy yourself. Uh, we're going to talk a, about a lot of things uh, this hour. We're going to talk really a lot about uh, the Supreme Court, what the different state Supreme Courts, what they're allowing and not disallowing, what states are allowing mail-in ballots. Most of them are, but 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 uh, you know what what type of things are allowed? Uh, can can you throw out a ballot if its signature is not right? You know, there's all types of things, and we're gonna. There's tr- gonna be a group of cases that make it to the U.S. Supreme oh, Court this for is, sure. Everyone thinks the yeah. election is gonna be over. <laughs> Over uh, <laughs> what, November fourth. Ah, when, when we get to that, when we get to that topic, yeah. what we expect will happen, and maybe the lack of certainty on the third of November, because of ballots that have yet to be counted, is one of the reasons they started and created the electoral college, and we'll talk about that. That's why we have the electoral college. Cal. I was just going to say it's a fascinating uh, look behind the curtain as to why somebody, the founders, said, wait a minute, what's going to be a better system? How are people going to know, with no communication from the you know, the other states, how are people going to know the election's even over? And for that matter, who won? Remember, when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated over 100 years later, it took two weeks, three weeks for the rest of the country to find out what really happened. Yeah. So the communication just wasn't what it was. Well, see, so here had... it happens, what, you know, in 30 seconds. And oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And you don't even know if, what's right. That's the problem. It's yeah. it's just all the pundits. But we're also going to talk about uh, a number of other things. But we, we do this. We do radio law talk for one thing and one thing only, and that is for Cal to stump us on radio law talks. Famous case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. All right. I hope you like this one. Uh, Famed Irish author, poet, playwright Oscar Wilde lived a wild life. He was scandalized for his private life, his sexual preferences, and spent prison there. And finally, he came to his end of days at the young age of 46. He was suffering from cerebral meningitis. As he lay in his Paris hotel suite, he said as his final farewell statement, I shall die as I have lived, beyond my means. And he was telling the truth. Wilde died leaving behind a large, unpaid hotel bill. <laughs> the hotel chief of security, a certain Frederick Lassouche, was, dis- was uh, assigned by the owners of the hotel to look at Wilde's uh, recent prison stay, see if he had any money, and go after the hotel bill, uh, going after Wilde's wife and his two children, from whom he was estranged. So he immediately, upon Wilde's death, sought legal counsel to see if the Parisian courts would force his heirs to pay the bill. Which is why I ask you, case or no case, uh, Mr. Penny? I think it's no, you. it's it's, it's uh, Mr. Cunin. I think Cunin. it's your opportunity. It to is decide. it yeah. is mine. Yeah. It is mine. Okay. So, uh, so let me get this straight here. We're asking if the French would go after the family of a dead man to pay a bill. <laughs> okay. Not 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 that I'm gonna. <laughs> I know where this is going. All right. So <laughs> let me tell you something, Mr. Carl. <laughs> Things are possible. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it could be. Maybe we could set this yeah, for friends listening to the show. We apologize in advance. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that this is a true scenario. I believe uh, Wilde probably did die with uh, an immense debt and probably owed a lot of things. But I'm going to go with true scenario, but it did not result in a case. Miss hmm. Dirks, this, remember this was a no. no I don't want to talk to Miss Dirks. What say you? Case or no case? <sighs> 
just don't like it. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, I, You know that since I won last time, I have gotten zero points. In the whole new session, not now you know points. how I feel. You see, <laughs> well, they, you're with me. <laughs> as they say, the universe evens out sometimes. So, so okay, <laughs> yeah, so. all right. Good fortune is so, so it's fickle. a Paris, uh, Paris courts, yeah. and I remember something about debtors jail. A place, yeah, a place currently right? presently called Le Hotel. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that it is no case. Okay. Mr. P- uh, Mr. Penny, what say you? To so you said no case. Did you say no case? I said no case. Okay, I'm going to say it's a case uh, just because I know I'm going to lose anyway. I want Denise to get something. <laughs> Way to cover I'm, his I'm bases. Here. So no, optimistic. I'm here. Look, yeah. If I agree with Denise, it's going to be an automatic loss for Denise. <laughs> I have no legal reasoning here. It's just pure love of Denise. I'm going to take care of Denise. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to say it's a case, and the hotel wins. And by the way, so give me my zero points. It's not unusual <laughs> at that time for people to live in hotels, as you know, as uh-huh. high, high celebrities mm-hmm. and so on. And uh, mm-hmm. also, also apparently not unusual for them to not die and leave behind a bill. That's, that's what, so those Cal, of you who just, say, just just give me my those zero of you who points. say this was a case, may I see? Oh, Fred, 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 Fred. Denise, I helped you. I helped you. I now, knew it. Now here's the cool thing about this. Yeah. Le Hotel has capitalized on Oscar Wilde's death. So they didn't just say, well, forget it. We're gonna... They said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep the suite in which he died. We will name it after him, the Oscar Wilde suite. And yes, if you're a tad strange, you can stay there. Many people pay a premium rate at Le Hotel to do so. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is... Uh, case or no case for this hour. Congratulations to Denise and Todd and Fred... Better luck next time. Now, if if they were to adopt the phrase for that hotel, say, uh, well, you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave, right, would right. they be guilty of copyright infringement for Hotel California? If they took it now, they would. <laughs> would they not? I think so, probably. So what do you do in order to talk about the Supreme Court in Alabama? Oh, we can't, Cal? Well, you got 30 seconds. Go no, ahead. okay, we're going to talk about Supreme Court of Alabama when we come back about whether or not there's curbside voting is allowed. We'll be back after this. So wait, you can do curbside testing for COVID. You can get a curbside flu shot. Curbside marijuana. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's very true in Shasta, Shasta Lake City, Lake California. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you can get curbside marijuana in Alabama. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe not there. I don't know. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk will continue just a bit. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. 
they remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. Ticketchocolate.com, where simplicity is best. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. This is Frederick Penny. Todd Cunin. And Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States. And Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Your voice. Your vote. In our democracy, they matter and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count. Get registered. Learn the issues. Know the candidates. And vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Is this real life? Oh, come on. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Boys are weird. So we're talking about the Supreme Court uh, in different states. Uh, look, we got this curbside voting. It's like uh, Cal said, it's, you know, uh, get your hamburger, you can pull up. But Supreme Court of Alabama has said, <laughs> no, you are not going to allow court curbside 
voting. Uh, and really, it'd be kind of a shock as to, okay, who brought this? The, the Democrats? The you know, No, it was the ADA. It was an ADA argument violation that they're saying that the American Disabilities Act, it's easier for them to pull up curbside and vote. Um, but the uh, Alabama state officials banned that curbside voting, and the lawsuit uh, actually came and uh, uh, saying that, that this was an ADA violation, among other things. But, you know, and you know. it makes sense with the ADA violation. There's one thing about you know, folks that are in wheelchairs that may be not able to make it to a certain location to put it off. I think the stronger argument is that with COVID-19, you have some people that are disproportionately more impacted by the virus. They are in categories for which contracting the virus is has a statistically higher likelihood of resulting in a fatality. Right. And so, you know, those folks are seeking a reprieve to be able to vote so they don't expose themselves to a life or death situation. But the Alabama Supreme Court said... Well, this was actually the U.S. Supreme Court? Or the, yeah, the... The, the U.S. Supreme Court um, upheld the Alabama... Um, court that said that they would not um, allow for there to be curbside. Um, and it, the funny thing is, I mean, this isn't funny because we're going to start seeing it a lot, but their dissent was the three liberal justices. So there wasn't a whole lot said on this case by the Supreme they Court. They said nothing, yeah. It's yeah. a state Supreme Court. No, it's actually the U.S. Supreme oh, Court. Yeah, it it yeah. would have to be because the ADA is a federal act. Oh, that's right. So you're right. Is, the, uh, yeah. right. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the Pennsylvania case. That yeah. we're oh, yeah, sure. About. We have okay. a lot of good cases involving yeah, 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 yeah. votes right okay. now. It's pretty cool. Sorry, that was the next one. I was reading about that. Yeah. Up oh, that's all right. I just really thought that um, it would have benefited us to have more um, comment, if you will, from the, the um, justices that decided not to take the case up. So this is what I, you know, maybe I don't get it, um, but, uh, okay, the drop-off boxes, maybe, and they're saying instead of mailing them, you have the drop-off boxes. I, I don't get how this is a problem for Democrat or Republican. I, Cal, what's the, sure, the, I don't see how the, there could be the core, fraud. The core issue is that there's a, there's a practice called ballot harvesting, and that yes. is where the Republicans will go to gun stores, bar, yeah, uh, places where Republicans are likely to congregate. And they will, what the, they think in their brains, I guess, and they put up unofficial ballot collection boxes that nobody monitors 24 hours a day. Right. And sometimes they pay people to pick them up, and that's illegal. Mm-hmm. So the, the drop boxes is not from official government drop boxes put out by the election department, but rather those that are put out by particular interest groups in the idea of tilting the election in their favor, which oh. the Democrats have done historically in California. The Republicans decided to respond in kind this year, and the Dems are getting a little upset that they're saying, wait a minute, you can't harvest ballots. Uh, see, yeah, but I yeah, still we don't can. see how... Okay, I guess it's not. Um, I guess you drop your your mail in that box. And no, who, not who, mail. No, I mean, no, not no, not mail, no. but you drop your ballot in that right, box. Right. Who picks it up? Whoever wants the person they've assigned to do it. Yes, it's. But it's, it's the elections department. That's no, that's no, the point. That's the, the point. In these the ballot boxes, is, it is not. In yes. California, oh. they have appeared in I think it's Orange County. Um, Riverside. L- Riverside and somewhere mid mid state. Yeah, I think maybe in the Fresno in the or Fresno something, right? Fresno area, right? Yeah, and they they're outside of churches or they're outside of. Um, so like the church will pick y- them up and bring them in. Exactly. Well, you can't oh. do that. It's against our. Um, our, it breaks our, a chain oh. of custody yeah, of the ballot. There you go. Right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Right. You know the, the the thing that I see with all of the proposed changes to essentially the way balloting and voting occurred in the last election or up until the COVID-19 is 
historically, if somebody had introduced, say, a new a new polling methodology or a a new uh, machine to take your votes and stuff, they took those machines, they ran them through testing, they tried to expose vulnerabilities, they looked at these things before they actually put them into place, into practice, there was a procedure that that took years to perfect, years to review, to say, this is how we're going to collect the votes. Well, COVID-19 hits in January, February of this year, and we have all of these proposals, which by their very nature could not have gone through the vetting process. In a mad panic. Could not have gone through the vetting process to try to expose vulnerabilities, liabilities, ways that this could go wrong, could go right. And they're now being implemented under the guise of trying to protect people the pandemic. But we cannot ignore the fact that we don't know how that's going to impact the reliability of the vote. We just don't know because we couldn't go through the vetting process. Well, ironically, in California, the Secretary of State and the Attorney General have filed lawsuit against these Republican groups Mm -hmm. saying you can't do that. And they're saying, well, wait a minute, Democrats can go knock on doors of old folks' homes or whatever and and get people to vote there. That's just ballot harvesting. They're taking the ballot and delivering it. What's the difference? So there's still the matter still is officially unresolved, but it's a fascinating take on everybody yeah. saying if if we want to get everyone who can vote can, is that the best way? Great question. Yeah. Right? So in yeah. Pennsylvania, I did not know this. In 2016, uh, Trump won by one, basically right around one percent, just a little bit less than one percent, and that's a battleground. And so the the uh, Trump. A re-election campaign brought a lawsuit saying, "Hey, we're not going to do these drop boxes." And the no court, mail-in voting. Mail-in, well, mail-in, but yeah. sought to block uh, block drop boxes for Pennsylvania's vote-by-mail system. That's what they did. Yeah, and they don't they don't yeah. want to delay this because right. because it's going to be to somebody's advantage somewhere to drag all of this out, have a bunch of last-minute ballots all of a sudden popping out of somebody's trunk, like happened in Minnesota in the election of uh, the senator who was disgraced out there for. But yeah. uh, you know, but anyway, so they don't they don't want that to happen. Yeah, they so say, they don't want it happening in Pennsylvania. Vote on this day, count yeah. on this day, yeah. let's go home. And right. so right. Pennsylvania judge throws that out and says, nope, we, you're they're allowed in Pennsylvania. So that's interesting. So it's all over the place. Is what I'm trying to bring up is yes in this state, no in that state, can and can't. It's going kind of weird. Yeah, I think that Pennsylvania is the same as California, though. If, even if you get a mail-in vote and you do it by mail-in, you can still drop it off at the election office or in those ballot boxes. Right. And if you they want don't to, have to be mailed. And in California, if you want to vote at an election office, you need to take into that election office your mail-in ballot. Well, you guess what, take Cal? That in. Yeah. More important than that, Google just got hit. The government antitrust lawsuit. We're going to talk about that when we come back. All right. Thank you, Fred. Uh, We appreciate that. More Radio Law Talk is coming right, right up and right here and almost right now to our break. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. 
Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. All right, guys. Ready? Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. Yeah, before uh, before we get into talking a little bit about Google antitrust, uh, we had a few other fun, 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 fun. Uh, you wanted to talk well, about it, one there, thing. There was, there was one thing that I wanted to point out, and, and it's with regard to mail-in balloting and, and the effect that all this is going to have on the election, and it's this. There's the very real likelihood, and I would say probability, that come midnight on November 3rd, after the full election day is done, there may be several states where we still don't know what the vote totals are, because there's ballots that came in by mail that have yet to be counted. It's not like, I mean, historically, when news organizations would call it for a certain state, it's because they had folks outside of polling centers that were asking people informally, who'd you vote for, what happened? And they were able to project who the winner was based upon the responses that they were getting before the official results came in. Well, this year, that's going to be very difficult with mail-in voting, and, and some stats or up to a third of the voters have already voted. And so the question here is, did the founding fathers envision this type of scenario and take measures to ensure certainty of an election in such yes. a scenario? And the I answer is yes, because back in the 1700s, people were voting all over the United States, and you wouldn't know. What a, Cal, I think you were the one that said that when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, there were folks that weren't finding out about it for two weeks. Right. Right? And so we don't know. They couldn't know back then who was voting for whom all over, at that point in time, 13 states. And then as it expanded, they couldn't know. And so they created this thing called the Electoral College and the convention that's held in December where the electors, which is what you're really voting for in November, the electors would attend the convention in December and cast their electoral votes so that at the end of that day, you knew with certainty who the president was. That is the system that we have. And that has been in place to take care of just such an eventuality 
for the last 200 plus years. And it's always been under the purview of the states, the way elections are handled yes. and, and whether it's a winner take all or it's by congressional district or whatever it may be. But the Electoral College has not been under the purview of the states except who they're going to send to the convention. That's right. It is a, an, a U.S. constitutional requirement that we use the Electoral College. And by the way, another reason they did this was to avoid what they called the tyranny of the majority to make sure that the heavily populated areas that have a tendency to lean the same way politically would not be the only ones to decide who the president of the United States would be. They, they wanted a system whereby a clear-cut majority of all votes that were cast would indicate who the head of the executive branch would be. And you wouldn't get that if it was just a majority. You get five five candidates that could split the vote. 20%, 20%, 20%, but one person gets 21, somebody gets 19, the person with 21% wins. Right. And, and it was very literally, the concern was people saying, well, that's not my president, I didn't vote for him, which is exactly what we heard after say, 2016. Have we heard that before? So. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some there's some yeah. wisdom in the in the electoral college process. So you, you think about the the political process. You think about lawyers and court documents. So yes, uh, we were going on with some very interesting. Well, let's talk about some interesting, fun, <laughs> anecdotal, true stories. And we said we were going to talk about one, Todd, that we specifically knew about. Yes. And dealt with us in a minute. But here's an interesting one. Lawyer, the youngest son, the 20 year old. How old is he? Witness, he's 20, much like your IQ. And these are actual court documents uh, that, that they're talking about. Here's the one I, I love, and I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it in a different way because we're on radio. So the date of this is about, you know, whether or not this was your child or not, and, the, and, the, and they're questioning the the mother. So the date of conception of the baby was August 8th, correct? Witness, yes, lawyer. And what were you doing at that time? <laughs> Witness. <coughs> Uh, I'm going to say the word making love, but she didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this one here. Yeah, go, okay, ahead. go ahead. You, you want me to be the lawyer uh, or yeah. you want me to be the doctor? Um, uh, you, be, you, be the, you be the doctor. I'll be the lawyer. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> doctor, before you performed the autopsy, did you check for a pulse? No. Did you check for blood pressure? No. Did you check for breathing? No. So then is it possible that the patient was alive when you began the autopsy? No. How can you be so sure, doctor? Because his brain was sitting on my desk in a jar. I see. But okay. could the patient still have been alive nonetheless? Yes, it is possible that he could have been alive and practicing law. <laughs> <laughs> that is an actual, uh, that, we laugh, that is an actual uh, doc, I mean, uh, came from a court case. Uh, that was heard. So here's, I like the one that you brought up about uh, the trees. Oh, yes. Bring that one up. Okay, so, uh, do, uh, so this is the lawyer. Doctor, did you say he was shot in the woods? Answer, no, I said he was shot in the lumbar region. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lumbar, lumbar. No, the better one than that is, lawyer, could you see him from where you were standing? Witness, I could see his head. Lawyer, and where was his head? Witness just above the shoulders. I'm sure, like that. I, I would have maybe said that. You know, where was it? Behind the, you know, behind the post. Well, you know, uh, above his th shoulders. Th this is the one I like. Uh, lawyer, any suggestions as to what prevented this from being a murder trial instead of an attempted murder trial? Answer. Yeah, the victim lived. Uh, yeah, death. Yes. Exactly. Okay. But this one. Uh, she has three children, right? Witness. Yep. Oh yes. Lawyer, how many were boys? Witness, none. Were they all girls? <laughs> Genius. 
I know, just to just tell you something. But you know what? I've been in court before, and sometimes you know you're, you're you're going so fast, you're not thinking as clearly as you want to. You're doing three things at once, and and you ask a question, and 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 sometimes they look at you like, uh, you got another one, Todd? <laughs> yes. Now, sir, I'm sure you're an intelligent and honest man. Witness, thank you. <laughs> and if I weren't under oath, I'd return the compliment. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, the zing. Oh, and again, these are actual court documents that we're reading from about lawyer. Lawyer, what happened then? Witness, he told me, he says, I have to kill you because you can identify me. Lawyer, did he kill you? Witness, pause. No. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm not really here. <laughs> and this Maybe. again, these are all coming from this book called uh, Disorder in the Court by Charles uh, Seville. Now, this, this one, this one. Yeah. What was the first thing your husband said to you that morning? Witness. He said, where am I, Kathy? Lawyer. And why did this upset you? Witness. My name is Susan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. Lawyer, what is the date of your birth? July 18th. What year? Every year. This is actual stuff that's in courtroom, guys. Can you believe that? Lawyer. Now, doctor, isn't it true when a person dies in his sleep, he doesn't know about it until the next morning? Witness. <laughs> Witness. This is an actual true court document. Witness. Did you actually pass the bar exam? <laughs> How old is your son, the one living with you? Witness. 38 or 35, I can't remember which. Well, how long has he lived with you? 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. you just love the stuff that they do? This is an interesting one about the circus. <clears throat> and I don't know if we should read this, but I, it's just interesting. I don't know what year this was. Can you describe the individual? He was about medium height, and he had a beard. Lawyer, was it a male or female? Witness, unless the circus was in town, I'm going to go with the male. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was interesting. That's a, that's a, that's this, uh, lawyer, are, are you qualified to give a urine sample? <laughs> Witness, are you qualified to ask that question? <laughs> is, is it tells like just being mad about it? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I don't think we want to do the last oh, one. Oh, come no, on. Yeah, that no, one, no, that one is awesome. Oh, we, I don't, no, we just can't oh. do that one. This is the best one. You are Cal, a chicken. I don't know. I just, but this raises the one. question. How many witnesses are happy to be in court, and are they looking for a, oh, a reason to... Only the ones being paid, to, Right. To, right. The, the experts are glad to be there. Yeah, the and, experts yeah. make money on it, but <laughs> those are a kind of few uh, funny... Friends. Funny things from the lawyer. We, but... we need we need a new we need a, a new we need a new saying for the the kids say and it's Fred is chicken. <laughs> Fred is chicken. Chicken because he won't oh, do the last that one. That is a good one. I'm chicken. telling you, it's the best one of all. It really is the best one of all. And I'm trying to think of a way to say it without being in trouble, but I just we can't. All we right, just, all right, all right. Oh, I love many, it. Have, too many affiliates, and we respect them too much. Yeah, no, and it's, this we is a family. Show. So we're going to start yeah. radio law saying. talk yeah. after yeah. hours, and once we do, you can tune in and hear the joke then. Yes, <laughs> or you can hear it on the podcast after we shut down everything else. We so can, the, the best part. Yeah. So we're going to lawyer jokes. We jumped to jump to antitrust against Google. This was just filed. That's very interesting. We're going to touch on it uh, when we start at the beginning of the hour. But uh, beginning of the last segment, and we're going to have... But the government tell me I can't trust Google? Yeah, we can't. <laughs> I did, did you no. know, I didn't know this statistically, by the way, those of you out there, statistically, it is that they have, what, up to 95% of the searches yeah. go through Google now? 95%? Yeah. That and, is pretty much... And the people at Microsoft and Bing are going, dang it. 
We yeah. missed a trick on that one, didn't we, boys? Right? I don't know. Being Yahoo missed it. Yahoo missed it. But what were those other ones, too? What were the other ones? Oh, called? they were Excite and yeah. a bunch of them. And they, uh, well, yeah. hang on. We'll be back and have some more fun. Yeah. So there you go. We'll continue with Radio Law Talk in just a little bit right here. If you stay there, as I've said before, much too many people's chagrin, we promise we will be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Fred Rick Penny at Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers 1-800-616-4LAW. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. 
At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on many of your favorite radio stations. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to the show. Here's Frederick Penny. Yeah, it's interesting that we're talking about Google. That 95% of the searches are through Google, and um, they brought a class action lawsuit. The government, I mean, an antitrust lawsuit. The government against Google just recently, and there's a number of things that they're trying to say, which is that there's some interesting things that they're noting down. They're saying it's a monopoly, right? They are, they are. And and, and let's remember one thing for those of you that might not be familiar with antitrust issues and monopoly and why that may or may not be a good thing. Because, I mean, at first blush, people think, hey, we live in a society, we live in 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 a free market, and so why not build your business so it can be as strong as it can be? What is wrong with that? Well, our economy and, and a market economy actually thrives when the consumer has viable choices over which product or service they want to use. And when one company gets so big that it destroys the choice for their consumer because there is no viable option, that's when the antitrust uh, legislation, the antitrust laws kick in. It's designed to protect the consumer's ability to have a choice before them. And, well, what did you say Google has? What, 95. What, 95% of the searches are on Google. It's a huge company. So the question here is, even though we have Yahoo, right. and we have Bing, and we have and other MSN engines, that might have a zero. I don't even know if it's around anymore. Mozilla, yeah. I think, has one. Right. So, so the question here is, is, is that really giving the consumer enough choice? They're going to argue they're just better. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. We are just Cal, better. you had something to well, say? Well, I was going to say that the most significant case, and some people our age may remember this, was American Telephone and Telegraph. Yes. yes. When there was a judge who said, listen, I don't care what you say. You're too big. We're going to break you guys up and make a bunch of what are called baby bells. Right. Because you guys own every phone line, every telephone handset. You can set the rates and do anything you want. And that's when long distance started becoming cheaper and local telephone right. service started becoming cheaper and much to at and chagrin. I don't know if you know this. I went to one of these just the other day. Mm-hmm. I went to an ATT, ATT office in my hometown. Went inside because all I saw were competitors, racks of equipment, and nobody there from the phone company. There was one person there, like a caretaker. Yeah. Wow. All the phone company guys are gone, basically, except the repair t- and, and installation crews. You yeah. see, see, and and that's what that that's where a monopoly can really undermine a market economy because if you have if the consumer has multiple 
choices that they people they can choose from, multiple entities for services or products they can choose from, then the different uh, competitors, the different entities, compete with each other usually in offering a service or a product at a lower price. Who's going? How low can we offer this while well, we still make a profit and give it to the consumer? Think of the days when there were four gasoline stations on many corners. Yes. Think of that. Right. So, right. but if if any one of them gets so big that all of the others go out of business then that one surviving entity can say, I don't have to compete with anybody else in price because there's no other game in town. You're going to pay whatever I say you have to pay. Think of some big box retailers. Yes. You know what? Here's the thing, though. This is going to settle out of court. It uh, will. Because don't forget, this is they filed under Section 2 of the Sherman Act, and the Sherman Act basically says, you're a monopoly, we're going to break you up. Here's what's interesting. I didn't, here's some little facts. Did, I didn't know that the market value of Google right now is $1 trillion and their annual revenue exceeds $160 billion, with a B, a year in revenue. Which they're making off of all of those searchers and Gmail users whom right. they are not compensating right. for their data. Right, and so what they're yep. doing is they're saying they're engaging in, quote, anti-competitive conduct to lock up distribution channels and block rivals, which is what the argument's going to be. Now, here's something interesting. Did you know the, in the government, this is from their complaint, the government says it's that it's so dominant that it's not only a noun, it's a verb. That's true. <laughs> that yes. Google is a noun and a verb. A verb as to, that means I'm going to go Google something. You're That's searching right. something. A noun because it is actually a company. A thing. But, right. I, but I did, here's some other stuff I didn't know. That Google pays Apple Billions of dollars, and Apple is a powerhouse, a year to be the de facto exclusive search engine on Safari web browsers on all Apple devices. Yep. Uh, but now I guess you can argue, now you jump on um, Google's side. Oh, but we're not on um, Samsung or whatever. That's right. So, and, and, and guess what? It's the default web browser, but there's still something in there where you can change your web browser. It says your default is this, but if you would like it to be something different, go ahead and pick something different. I just got a thing from on my iPhone today saying, please install Microsoft Edge because I use it in other computers because mm -hmm. I'm not that big a Google fan, all the data they gather up, so I use, I use a different browser. They sent me a little thing, please install this on your iPhone. So they're, they are available, yes. They are. They we are, are going to be watching this antitrust lawsuit going forward. Absolutely. This is very interesting. Uh, let, let's talk about uh, students. We, we kind of talk about college students you know, that have paid tuition. And this is one that I don't really have an opinion one way or the other. I think it's interesting because uh, I do have a college student son who uh, you know, goes to school and he's getting his master's, trying to get his master's in business online, which it wasn't an online. It was a normal you know, decent, good university that he was at classes like normal students do, and now it's all online, and the students in, in the state of California and other universities, other places around the United States, the reason California, because there's Cal State universities and there's Cal universities, so there's a lot of different ones, but uh, uh, University of San Diego is the one main lawsuit is against University of San Diego and other California states saying, look, we want either a full refund or we want um, at least a partial refund, and they haven't said the amount yet, because what we signed up for and what we paid for is hands-on learning, 
face-to-face interaction, study sessions, you know, uh, workouts in the student gym, you know, working, you know, working out at the pool. All this stuff is what we signed up for, and getting an education. And dormitories in some cases. Yeah, and dormitories. Now, yeah. now you have a good argument as to, okay, this is a class action lawsuit. No, this is what you paid for, and what is the? They, yeah, well, do you so, think they could have just paid for? So, it? so look, here, here's my idea. Anybody who has graduated that has had to attend school during the COVID lockdown era, so they've had some classes online, whatever, are you getting a diploma with an asterisk saying, yeah, you, you got your degree in journalism, but, but that was a COVID-19 degree? Yeah. Are, are you getting anything with an asterisk there associated yes, with it? Yes, the baseball season and the football season and the basketball season. There's proof, Your Honor, that even big things like that are... Those aren't degrees. Exorably altered, though, by the circumstance. Those those are not degrees. Well, that's true, but, but that's what they're degrees. saying is that's so, what they paid so, for. So you so you end. Up, are, are you getting anything? Are you still able to take the class? Yes, you're still able to take the class. You take it in an online learning environment, but you're still able to take the class. The other thing that, and this is for those of us that have gone to college and then gotten out of college and then actually gone to work in the industry that we studied to get into. <laughs> There is what you learn in school, and then there's what you learn once you get in there. And I'm telling you right now, I went to three years of law school. 95% of what I do as a lawyer, I learned after I got out of law school and started practicing law. That's right. The degree just helped me get, it was like a key to get me through the door. And nobody is being denied that degree. You can still yeah, but get they it can argue. The they can argue, look, the experience was what we paid for also, not just the degree. And show me in the documentation when the tuition came down about how many classes you could take where you were guaranteed or promised as part of your tuition that you would have the experience. You're there for the degree. Yeah. And no, you're still I, getting it. So I, I that's, see your that's argument. The, that's the argument that comes back on the other side. I think this is going to be a an interesting take back and forth. I, I mean, it's like, but All you right. know what, Todd? It's uh, it. You go back at factual cases and what is what has actually happened in the past, and it's clearly shown it's more than just the degree. It's the experience of. Yeah. Brrr, you know, I can list it all. You it know, has that's to where be. I'm going to yeah. find my wife. Yeah. You know, oh, I can't find her now because I can't go. But I can't College go meet football anyone. games, but, but, for that matter. But, go to the know, football game. Go I'm, to the. I'm glad to hear experience. both of your takes on that. Okay. That's really great. That you right. both have really good right. takes on on that particular issue and. Now it's time for your quick take. Mr. Penny, what is your quick take? Remember when I started this show, Hour One? The way to figure out who's going to win the presidency is simple. Add add up the amount of pickups, and then add up the amount of Priuses and Subaru station wagons, and that's going to tell you who's going to win. Oh, by the way, if you can't figure it out, take a guess which is which. Mm, So uh, I guess you could say vehicular demographics. Mr. Kuhner, what is your quick take? Amy Coney Barrett on the Supreme Court. It's the first time I ever wish the Supreme Court released a calendar. Ooh. <laughs> okay, come back next week, 9 to, 9 to noon, every Saturday Pacific time. been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291.